Today, we're gonna to take a look at our all-inclusive guide to the best Amazon product research strategy. We're gonna look at a bunch of different variables ranging from the three top characteristic traits that your product should have, my exact product research process to find what I call high-value products, and most importantly, revenue and profit goals for your product. Now, if you see any of the tools in this video that you like and you wanna use them, make sure to check the link in the description to get yourself a healthy discount and really get that advantage that you need when starting your FBA business. It's time to get into analysis mode. Let's get started. The best way to start your product research is actually to know the foundation of the characteristic traits of a high value product. This actually goes beyond sales data and revenue and profit and really goes more into some of those character traits that are gonna make a product for you to sell for time to come. The first variable you want your product to have is a higher price point. At first, people normally get thrown off when I say this, so let's really break this down so you understand what I mean by leveraging different Amazon fulfillment fees as well as shipping costs. Your goal here is not to sell the most expensive item on Amazon in general, but the higher end of the price spectrum of your specific niche. Let's imagine you're selling these car dash cams. Both of these products are in the same niche, have very similar functions, they even have the same box and similar monthly sales volume. This means that both Amazon sellers are paying the same amount in their fulfillment fees from Amazon, as well as the cost from their freight forwarder from the supplier. Now, in my opinion, in my experience, I've noticed that a lot of sellers try and stay away from the higher price point on that spectrum, just because they feel like customers don't really want to spend that much money. This is a good opportunity to dive into a part of the niche that has a little bit less competition. The next characteristic trait that your product should have is what I call advancing capacity. This just basically means that your product has the ability to evolve and be slightly better than what's currently on the market. This is huge when you're really trying to obtain some positive reviews. There's a couple ways to do this that we'll touch on now. Let's start with the positive review aspect. If you find a product that is consecutively showing similar negative reviews, and in a way you're able to find a solution to that problem, you will drastically increase consumers' positive experience and then decrease consumer negative reviews. Let's use the dash cam again for another example. Let's say that you're doing some product research and you notice a lot of the sellers are obtaining negative reviews from the suction cup that adheres to the window. For some reason, it keeps on failing after about two to three months and that's what people are complaining about. Now, creatively, you would reach out to your supplier and say, listen, I need maybe a larger suction cup or one that's slightly thicker that's gonna adhere better to the window. This is just a small example of how you can be creative to fix a problem that will eliminate some of those negative reviews. The last variable you want your product to have is what I call niche expansion. This means that you've done additional research in the broader niche that your product falls within. This is gonna establish other potential product opportunities you can effectively advertise alongside your initial product to have consumers add not just one product to their cart, but multiple products to their cart before checking out. If you're using the dash cam as an example again, you can see that once I click on a seller storefront, they have additional items in their store that are accessories to their current item. This seller is upselling other products related to their niche like hardware kits and micro SD cards. You don't have to get as specific as that example. You can really niche out into some other opportunities that really will give you an opportunity, like I said, to upsell other products that are related to your product. Up next, we wanna outline some of the product research standards that we're gonna use when trying to find a product on the AMZ Scout platform. The figures we're gonna use for this example really are just a baseline. 
Not only should you play with these figures slightly to see how it changes the search results, but you should also take note after launching your product and how the different criteria played out. Once you've logged into your AMZ Scout account, navigate to the left-hand side and click on product research. From here, you have some valuable tools like the product database, product tracker, and pro extension. From this point in the process, click on the product database so we can input the certain criteria to really filter what products have a strong potential for success. Your first filter is the category section. Simply click on the drop down arrow and you'll see all the different Amazon categories that products are listed within. For this example, I'm gonna select quite a few categories so we can really see how it alters the search results. I recommend in this section that you not only choose categories that you might be slightly interested in, but also try and find categories that are best suited to have private label items. A few examples of categories that you may wanna stay away from that aren't best for private labeling are video games, digital music, Kindle store, and baby products. The next filter is the price section, and this is just what the product is being sold for on Amazon. For here, I put a minimum of 30 and a maximum of $60. After that, click on the more filters section, which is gonna give you a bunch more opportunities to really narrow down your search. The next filter is the review section. In my experience, I like products that have less than 100 reviews, so I'm gonna put 100 for the second figure. After that is the estimated sales filter. This is an important variable that is indicating the level of demand that a product has. For a minimum, I like to put 500, and for a maximum, I'll put 1,000. Our next filter we need to adjust is the weight section here. As implied, this filter will narrow down the search for products that fall within a certain weight. The weight of your product really is important because it will heavily impact Amazon's fulfillment fees as well as the freight forwarding costs to the Amazon warehouse from your supplier. For this section, I like to put between one and five pounds as a maximum. This is a great starting place for us, so from here, I would click on Find Products tab on the right-hand side and see the search results. After the search results have shown up, the first thing I like to do is go in and X out any products that seem seasonal. AMZ Scout makes this super easy by placing these quick actions on the left-hand side of the item. For example, even though the Easter Bunny fits the filter criteria, I know it's seasonal and I can go ahead and close that out, and now it's filtered down my research even more. I'll keep doing this with certain items like food or even items that don't really have that advancing capacity ability at first glance. One of the first products that really caught my attention was this monocular telescope. AMC Scout has this trending icon next to different products that have a 20% or more increase over a span of one to three months, just as a little indicator to let you know this product is currently trending. Now that I have found a product that seems interesting, I wanna dig a little bit deeper and I'll use AMZ Scout's research tool to explore some more data for this product. Within the keyword research tab, the reverse ASIN lookup makes getting more information pretty easy. After we copy the ASIN from the product database, we can simply paste it here and click on the Find Keywords button to get a list of keywords associated to this ASIN, along with some important information like estimated search volume associated with the specific keyword. Now that we have a good idea of the keywords this product is using on Amazon, let's switch gears and actually continue the research on Amazon itself using some other tools. After I have typed in the keyword associated to this product within the Amazon search bar, I like to use the AMZ Scout Pro extension to get some more information. After you open up the extension, AMZ Scout is going to categorize all the important product information in an easy to read report at the top. 
Right away, a few important variables I'd like to know is the niche score at the top right here. If you actually click on the words here, it will bring up three components that AMZ Scout uses to rate their products and gives you a description for each. Our score for this product is an eight out of 10, which is honestly great. It shows the product has high profit margins, high levels of demand, and lighter levels of competition. Another important figure I like to focus on in the Pro Extension is the average reviews. Like it indicates, this metric is just showing the average reviews within this niche for all the different sellers. Now, just as a rule of thumb, I like this number to be a below 150. You can see from the data, we're right around 80 here, which is a pretty good sign for competition levels. Now, one of the last tools I like to use before going on and calculating potential profits is the Quick View tool. This web extension is great for comparing products within the same niche and really seeing how certain sellers are leveraging different variables to their benefit. As a quick example, I typed in one of the highly searched keywords for this product and used the Quick View extension to compare the two products side by side. You can see that both products are really similar in their function, size, and style, but yet there's two different price points. One is $55 and one is about $35. This is a great example of how you can use that price spectrum to really go on the higher end and leverage Amazon's fulfillment service, as well as save on those freight forwarding costs from the supplier all the way to the Amazon fulfillment center. So we've come a long way in this video talking about the main character traits of a high value product, as well as some of that main criteria you need when doing your product research. The last step now is calculating your potential profits. One of the best ways to do this, and a free way to do this, is using AMZ Scout's Profit Calculator. Not only do I love this tool because it costs you nothing to use it, but it really makes calculating your potential profits extremely clear and easy to understand. After you have downloaded the Chrome extension, click on the product you are looking to calculate the profit margins for. For us, we'll stick with a monocular telescope example. Once you open up the Chrome extension, you'll see this pop-up that is going to allow you to input the figures that are responsible for calculating the profit margins. There are quite a few variables to input here, so we'll do one at a time and a brief description for each. The first is a unit price. This should automatically be generated when you open the web extension. This is just what the unit is selling for on Amazon. The next figure we need to input is the product cost. This is gonna come directly from your supplier and it's pretty straightforward and it's based on per unit cost. As you can see, after reaching out to a supplier, I was able to lock in a price of around $18 for an order of 100 to 500 units. For this metric, I put $18.50 just to play it safe. Below your product cost is the shipping cost. Again, this is per unit, so make sure you make that proper calculation when determining your shipping costs. After reaching out to that same supplier on Alibaba, I was able to get an estimated value of around $4.50 based on the weight of the product as well as the packaging of the product. The next input is your CPC figure or your cost per click. This is gonna come from running different PPC campaigns on Amazon to market your product so that shopping customers can see and purchase it. I like to average between $1 and $3 per sale here. So I went right in the middle and I input $2 for this figure. Below that are all the different product figures that the AMZ Scout automatically generates for you. This is one of the reasons that I really love this aspect of the platform, just because it makes it super simple by taking all the different dimensions of the product and its weight, categorizing it all very easy for you to read and see all those different expenses. The last figure that we need to adjust is the estimated monthly sales. Now there's a few ways to compute this, but my favorite way is just taking 75% of the total inventory that you plan on selling. 
For a quick example, let's say that we plan on ordering 100 units for our first batch. 75% of that is just 75 units. So that's the figure that I would plan on selling on my first month when launching this product. Now you're the best part, and that's seeing how much money this product can make you. Under the estimated monthly sales are five figures that break down all the metrics you need to know. The first is your total FBA fees for selling this product, which we can see to be right around $13.84 per unit. That is how much Amazon will take after each sale occurs. The next figure is profit per unit. As you can see for the monocular telescope, we're making almost $18 per sale. Below that is your net margin figure. This is a percent that indicates the total profit margin per sale. A good rule of thumb here is to have your profit margins be at least over 25% to really make it worth your while. The next figure is your ROI. This stands for return on investment. This figure is computed by net income divided by the total cost of your inventory. Again, another rule of thumb is that it should average around 50% or more. The last and final figure that really is the most exciting in my opinion is the dollar amount of profit you'll make on your total inventory. You can see from this example that if we sell 75 units in one month, we'll make around $1,322. After this entire video, you're really now ready to start your research or maybe even scale your existing business. If you like this video, make sure to like, subscribe, and more importantly, if you have any questions about the research process, I look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. Peace.